time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction, coming to you every weekday to help you know you're not alone on your journey of faith. Great to have all of you with us today. And today we're going to talk about fortitude, you know, persistence, determination, hanging in there when life gets difficult. And along with prudence and temperance and justice, fortitude is one of the four cardinal virtues. It's the virtue that gives us the strength to overcome fear and live out our faith in the face of hardship. But do you also know that fortitude and courage are often steeped in patience and endurance? Well, they are, and we're going to talk about that today. Here to help us on the journey, our spiritual director. Back with us once again, Father Mark Barron. Father Mark, a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, now parochial vicar of Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church in Darien, Illinois. Father Mark Barron, welcome back. Great to have you with us today. Hey, good morning, uh, Chuck, and it's great to be back on the show. Yeah, looking forward to our conversation today, as we do every day. We open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience uh, to join us uh, on the program. Your experience of fortitude, we'd love to hear your story today. But um, Father Mark Barron, get us started as we talk about the virtue of fortitude. Maybe that's the question. Give us an overview, kind of a virtue 101. What is fortitude? Yeah, fortitude. Well, fortitude basically is that virtue that uh, helps us to um, overcome difficulties in the pursuit of good. And in that way, we are willing to, if you will, suffer um, and sacrifice ourselves um, for the sake of preserving and realizing that good. Sometimes it's good to understand um, fortitude within the context of all the other, you know, um, uh, cardinal virtues. You know, if we look at the virtues, you know, virtues are meant to dispose us to doing good. You know, we have the theological virtues that order us to God, who is our ultimate good and our end. It's the cardinal virtues that kind of are the, those virtues, that, those moral virtues that helps to provide the means so that we can attain the end. So the, the theological virtues kind of orient us vertically. The moral virtues or the cardinal virtues deal more with our horizontal actions here in this life. All those are the kind of the means that, that help us to get to our end. So of those cardinal virtues, you know, prudence is the first one, and prudence is where we kind of come to know the good. What is the good that I must do? And then justice is that virtue um, whereby this good is um, effected in an external way, you know, uh, effecting a, a just order of society. Prudence um, plans it, if you will justice makes it happen. And then you have like fortitude and temperance. Those are like um, virtues that kind of maintain the good, right? So prudence thinks about it, justice enacts it. And then like, for example, fortitude uh, seeks to preserve um, that, that, that good, even to the cost of, of, of suffering in some way in, in preserving it you know, even to the point of, like, uh, bodily harm or even losing your life. So, so fortitude 
um, it, it is, is, is always informed by prudence and justice, and, and it seeks through that being informed by those two things um, to be willing um, to suffer injuries, if you will, in order to realize the good or to preserve the good. And, and in that way, it calls forth this you know, type of courage that is willing to risk oneself or risk one's well-being um, for the sake of, of preserving that, that true good. So that, that's kind of like a little overview of fortitude. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, talking about Fortitude today. Let's open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience to join us. Toll-free phone number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. Don't forget you can email us as well, life at relevantradio.com. But as we talk about Fortitude, what has been your experience of Fortitude? And when have you, in the face of hardship and difficulty, had to maybe stand up or hang on or persevere in the struggles of your life and as Father Mark pointed all out, all um, in the order uh, to do good. Again, toll-free if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. I think that's such an important point, too, Father Mark, if maybe you could pick up on that a little bit. We talk about fortitude and, and, uh, and courage, but it's really disposing us to do the good. Yeah, and that's such an important uh, feature of fortitude is that, you know, because sometimes we think of, being courageous or brave in, in a kind of a reckless way, you know. Um, but but for something to really um, be courageous or brave, you have to know what you're bra- being brave for. You know, do you you have to understand. You have to have a proper evaluation of things. You have to have a proper evaluation of of the value of things, like the value of your life, or maybe even you know possibly your reputation or or your health. Um, you know, you, you have to have a proper evaluation of things, you know, for, for yourself and then also for the good that, you want, that you're seeking to attain. And, and so you, you, are, you are acting um, and willing to risk, you know, those things about yourself so that you can attain or preserve something that is good. You know, you think about um, maybe an example. Uh, you know, you, you are going to go um, down to pray or, you know, at an abortion clinic, right? And you know that, let's say, for example, this abortion clinic has out, you know, they, they bring out their people. You know, I've, I've been to those abortion clinics where, where they have like some, they, they can have some pretty rabid uh, uh, anti-life protesters or, or pro-choice protesters who are, who are willing to kind of get in your face. And so let, let's say you go down there to pray. And, and or even maybe witness through, through, through preaching about the value and sanctity of life. So, so you realize when you go down there, yeah, I could, you know, I could get um, uh, in trouble in some way. I, I could get arrested. I could get, um, you know, somebody could get in my face and yell at me and scream at me. They could spit at me. They could maybe, maybe even hit me. I don't know, throw something at me. And so, but you realize that, that the witness to the value of unborn life is is worth the risk. So you go down there and you do that. And so it's fortitude or courage that helps you to work through the fear um, that that could prevent you from even going down and witnessing it all. And so what you're trying to do is you're trying to uh, to achieve um, uh, an affirmation of the good of unborn human life, and you're willing to risk, you know, the discomfort of going down 
you know, driving down to the clinic and then experiencing any type of uh, persecution, if you will, um, for that uh, pro-life view. Yeah, and I was, uh, Stephen, thinking in some of my notes uh, for the program today, uh, talking about uh, the whole issue of abortion, and I was just thinking about uh, the courage, the fortitude to keep praying. I mean, how many of us every day are praying a rosary for the end to abortion? And here we are, you know, since uh, 1973, legalized abortion. And I think uh, we're seeing maybe a little bit of some change, you know, just a, a few things, but... Abortion is still so prevalent. But talk then a little bit about the, the fortitude to keep praying, because sometimes you think, oh, is it really making any difference? But we keep praying. We don't give up. We trust that our prayers are, are making a difference in some way. But that's really courage. That's really fortitude, isn't it? Yeah, that's a component of it. So when you have um, an, excuse me, an act that is brave or, or you know, courageous. Um, you know, you, you have two ways in which uh, you can show fortitude. You know, the, the you know, St. Thomas Aquinas speaks about, like, you can have the attack where, you know, not like you're going out there with, with weapons, but, but you're going out there with, what, the weapon of truth. So, so you could have the attack where you're going to go out and, let's say, I'm going to preach or, or just witness about life itself. And so that's kind of like what we would say an attack. But then also... Um, fortitude preserves and helps to realize the good through endurance. And, and that's really kind of where we find fortitude uh, prevalent more, is this, this, this ability to endure evil for the sake of a greater good. And, and where, where it's kind of like bending but don't breaking. And, and, and this is actually where you get to the crown of fortitude or the essential act, the highest the essential and highest act of fortitude is martyrdom, where, you know, you're, you're not so much going on the attack. You are being attacked, you are, and you're going out, and you, but, but you are witnessing and standing firm in, in, in acknowledging God, you know, Jesus, the church, unborn life. And so, so you know, oftentimes you have to put up with, um, you know, attacks, and, and, and sometimes those attacks can be from without, you know, people can get in your face and mock you and whatever, you know, that, that type of thing, and you have to endure that. You might have to endure bad weather. Um, you also might have to endure your own self-doubt, like, like you were just talking about, your own kind of like doubting in faith, is this, is this worth it, is it even doing anything? Um, and then you got the bad spirit in there kind of helping to, to, to foster that as well. So endurance is a very critical part of, of showing fortitude, it's just kind of that 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 steadfastness, that constancy in the midst of difficulty, all for the sake of, of again, realizing and preserving and, and uh, trying to maintain um, the good. And, and I, I want to say this as well. When we speak of the good, it can, it can sound like kind of like abstract or whatever, but we have to think of it like this. God is good. God is the source of all goodness. And goodness um, is full of life. And so when we speak about maintaining the good, we're speaking about something that is dynamic, not something just kind of plain and, and, and abstract, but something that is real. It has existence. It has a, a vibrancy to it. So, so that is worth, you know, uh, us praying for that grace to, um, to seek to um, obtain it and preserve it um, in our life personally, but, but for the sake of the common good as well. 
Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, talking about fortitude today. If you are just uh, joining us, phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. What's been your experience of fortitude, and when have you, uh, maybe in the face of hardship and difficulty, had to uh, endure, persevere in the struggles of your life? Uh, We'd love to hear the story. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. And yes, you can email us as well in your life at relevantradio.com. So, Father Mark, you alluded to it earlier. Talk a little bit more about what it is not. I think sometimes we think about courage. It's um, we take chances. Uh, it's not about being a daredevil. And every time uh, you're on the program, I still have this image in my mind of that trip uh, you and I were on uh, years ago to the Holy Land. And so we're out at the Mount of Temptation. And this is a pretty rough, barren uh, part of uh, the Holy Land. But I can still see Father Mark Barron on the edge of a 20 to 30 foot cliff, stepping off and sliding down to explore the bottom of a ravine. And when I thought, man, oh, man, what is this guy doing? Can we get him back from here? But I think sometimes uh, that that's not courageous in terms of what we're talking about, although it probably took some courage for you to jump off and do that. But uh, but there's a difference uh, in terms of, of uh, what we're talking about today and taking chances. It's funny. Um, the wild man that I am, Chuck. No, the, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The the uh, no, I, and that's actually a good example because, you know, I, I'm not like uh, uh, an extreme kind of like you know. There are some people that just really are you know they they do extreme things and they they have that kind of you know gene or whatever something in them that loves you know risking you know um, themselves in a big way. You know, before I did that, I, w- I was kind of like feeling out the terrain and I was trying to think through what it what it was and how much I was going to have to, you know, kind of like, quote, risk myself. And I felt like I, I, I was up to the task. Um, so, so the, again, that, that shows you that um, uh, fortitude just requires a thinking through, you know. And, and again, it's all about what am, I, what am I trying to act for? What is this good, this good thing that I'm willing to risk even my life for? And you know it, that good has to be something that is greater. That that's why martyrs give up their life. You know they're they're not afraid to die because they are dying for something that is greater than themselves. You know, um, uh, for ultimately for, for for Jesus Christ and His Church. And you even find this with you know for for military people who are willing to die for their country, for 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 some just cause. You know, something that is greater than themselves. And so fortitude always kinds of, it, it always brings us out of ourselves. But here's another thing about fortitude, um, uh, besides the fact that, that, that it's not an arbitrarily, uh, an arbitrarily done act. It's also something that requires fear, <laughs> you know, um, and because the brave man is the person who faces his fear but works through it. You know, um, you're not brave or courage if if there's no real fear there. You know, you you are brave or courageous because there's something that is making you afraid, but you you face it and you overcome or work through it. And that's important because, you know, sometimes, um, you know, fear is a part of our emotions. So fear is natural. It's natural to be afraid. But, you know, let's say, for example, you always hear the stories of story about, like, men. You know, we don't like to show that we're afraid. You know, we're, we're tough, you know, and so I'm not afraid. And, well, that, that's not really being prudent. 
and it's not really necessarily showing courageousness because because this require you know in order to have a proper evaluation of what you're doing you have to understand what what all is at risk and that kind of involves the fear that that you know this 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 evaluation of thing this evaluation of things kind of necessarily brings about a fear you know a fear response but but it's a matter of of recognizing the fear and being willing to kind of like i said acknowledge it and work through or overcome for the sake of something greater um, than, than you are risking. We are talking today about fortitude and uh, what has been your experience of fortitude? When have you uh, maybe in the face of hardship and difficulty had to stand up or hang on or persevere in the struggles of your life? It's all about fortitude. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. Luke, chapter 13, verses 10 through 17. Jesus was teaching in a synagogue on the Sabbath, and a woman was there who, for eighteen years, had been crippled by a spirit. She was bent over, completely incapable of standing erect. When Jesus saw her, he called to her and said, Woman, you are set free of your infirmity. He laid his hands on her, and she at once stood up straight and glorified God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant that Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, said to the crowd in reply, There are six days when work should be done. Come on those days to be cured, not on the Sabbath day. The Lord said to him in reply, Hypocrites! Does not each one of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his ass from the manger and lead it out for watering? This daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound for eighteen years now, ought she not to have been set free on the Sabbath day from this bondage? When he said this, all his adversaries were humiliated, and the whole crowd rejoiced at all the splendid deeds done by him. You can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com slash gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. If you're looking for a little help on your journey of faith, our priests are here for you. Call now, 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. Or email us, innerlife at relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us. Nice to have all of you with us on The Inner Life today. I'm Chuck Naff, along with our producer, Nick Schmitz, Jim Shaper answering your phone calls today, and Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. Father Mark is a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, currently the parochial vicar of Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church, that in Darien, Illinois, talking today about the virtue of fortitude, and phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. What's your story? Toll-free number, 888 914 
888-528-9149. Our email address, innerlifeatrelevantradio.com. But your experience of fortitude, what's that been like for you? And when have you, um, maybe in the face of hardship and, and difficulty, uh, had to stand up, had to hang on, persevere, had to uh, practice some endurance uh, in the struggles of your life? Again, toll free if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. So Father Mark Barron, talk a little bit, if you would, about uh, the pandemic. We're certainly all facing um, that uh, these days and certainly a lot of fear, a lot of uncertainty. Winter's on its way. Days are growing shorter. So how and when does fortitude or courage begin to play out in our lives as all of us are are facing this uh, really particular time in our history these days? Yeah, I I think that uh, fortitude uh, may be one of the uh, essential virtues that we're exercising through this, especially, you know, depending on how things proceed in the coming months with winter coming, and we know the days are short. We know that, um, in one sense, a blessing uh, that the pandemic kind of began manifesting itself in in the beginning of spring is that at least we were able to go outside and kind of get out, you know, during during the, especially during the shutdown. Um, But the wintertime, you know, there's not much you can do uh, in terms of getting out. So there, it's just I, I think this is where the notion of of endurance maybe uh, come into play or fortitude, and again realizing that fortitude, you know, is about clinging to the good. You know, we're we're trying to cling to the good and 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 hold on to it. Um, you know, enduring whatever difficulties that may come. So let's say, for example, we we, we can look at 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 our faith. You know, um, right now we we don't have to go to church. And and for some people, you know, they 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 don't go to church because even though they they could, our churches are open, but they don't because of of a concern for contact or con, coming down with the disease, getting get getting the virus. And so, whatever situation people find themselves in, I mean, the 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 pandemic can put a strain on us in various ways psychologically. And so, I think it's just important for us to, uh, number one, have that lively faith that realizes that, that God is with us, that um, uh, God is not abandoning us, but also at the same time in that to be willing to kind of like maybe suffer a little bit um, and endure whatever hardships that we might have to endure um, while we're kind of experiencing these limitations and in one sense the heaviness that that the pandemic is bringing on us now i'm not saying like just to kind of like white knuckle it but but what i'm saying is is that pray for that grace in your life to uh uh, to be able to kind of maybe have that patient endurance um uh you know if especially if you're older and you're kind of you know stuck inside in one sense um you know hold on you know because um Patience is a part of fortitude, and patience uh, helps us not to be overcome or to be crushed by the difficulties that we are experiencing. And so, and so I think just having that, that firmness of heart and praying for that grace, really, of God to help us to have that firmness of heart, that, that just desire, that, that determination to cling to the Lord, 
um, and to get creative even in, in keeping our faith alive and growing in our faith and growing in our prayer life uh, um, can, can help us uh, to be strong, if you will, in Him, in Jesus, um, uh, uh, to deal with you know, the heaviness or the difficulties that the pandemic brings upon us. Yeah, and uh, Father Mark, before we get to some phone calls, one more point, if you would. As I was reading uh, today uh, more about uh, fortitude and courage, I was taken with something I probably read it before, but it just jumped out at me today. It talked about uh, fortitude being an acquired habit. So can we learn or can we practice how to uh, be courageous, to have that lively faith as uh, as you, you talk about us, to maybe talk ourselves into it, to recognize that, yeah, I need to be courageous. I need to practice this virtue of fortitude and really make it a habit in some parts of our lives. Exactly. And, and sometimes in hearing about, you know, fortitude and, and, you know, overcoming our fears, it can it can be it can produce maybe anxiety in itself or like i i can't do that i i can't face my suffering or i can't i can't deal with this well yes you can number 1 but but you might not be able to 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 drink you know to drink it all in at once but you can begin by taking little sips you know uh, don't don't try to drink it from a fire hose just get a get a glass and take little sips you know meaning take little steps and and continue to ask the lord to help you um, to to kind of um, I'll just use this word to put you know to put our big boy or big girl pants on you know and and just kind of like take that next step and and in resolving and 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 growing in a kind of a strength to endure um, for for the sake of especially preserving your faith and growing in your faith and not allowing you know difficulties to crush you. You know, God, and here's the thing, remember, God is with you. God is with us in our struggle, and he will help us to carry our cross. And, and he'll, it might not happen in a big way right away, but again, he will help us to take those next best steps, these little steps. And if we should fall, again, have that determination, Lord, help me to do better again. Help me to do better next time. Help, help me to stretch myself more the next time. And I'm telling you, God's grace is there, and he wants to help us grow in virtue more than we want to. And as long as we are willing to give that fiat, that yes to it, he's going to help us uh, uh, to do better. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, talking about fortitude today. Let's uh, take some phone calls. Thanks for waiting, everyone. Let's start with Mary listening in Minneapolis. Hi, Mary. Welcome to the program today. Hi, Chuck. Thank you so much, Father, both of you, for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to share a situation that happened to me. I was, I was present with my youngest child, and I met a wonderful priest who had the courage to lead us every Saturday in front of an abortion clinic in Colorado, and we would pray the full rosary, carrying the image of Our Lady of Guadalupe in front of this clinic, and he had the courage also to have Mass said right there on the ground outside of the, you know, the perimeters that they marked. We were able to have Mass there every Saturday, and we did this for my entire pregnancy and beyond. He did it for several years after that. But I just wanted to show that in those nine months, as I, my womb and my stomach grew and grew with my baby growing within me, I was moved when I saw these women going in there, and they would see me. And Father would tell me, Mary, your presence here speaks volumes. And he was motioning to his stomach, you know, just my, 
the fact that I, I got so big at times. I was so big at one point. Well, when I finally had my baby, he weighed 12 pounds and 9 ounces. So he was very big. <laughs> it was a volume statement because there were many women that did go into the clinic and saw us and saw the love that we had for them while we were praying. It took courage to stand there. We were, uh, there was lots of opposition, but we also knew that lives were being saved. And I just want to share that I really believe Our Lady of Guadalupe gives us the graces for that fortitude because she herself, in that image, she's pregnant in that image and showing the sanctity and the beauty of pregnancy. And um, I remember one man that went into the clinic and I said, God values your baby as much as he values your life. He values that baby's life. And those words, the Holy Spirit gives us the words to say right at the right time. So we're all planted right where we're supposed to be, right at the time God wants us to be. And so we feel that movement of the Holy Spirit. And we just want to share that what a wonderful witness that priest was. He later died, um, but he was a wonderful witness for all of us and for many people that saw the faith and the love that he had for them. And I just wanted to share that. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. And and I wanted to kind of uh, reflect on what you said um, to kind of draw out another aspect of, of um, you know, what, what Fortitude does for us is, you know, uh, and you spoke about the courage of not only the priest, but that priest inspiring you all to have courage to go out. Um, you know, my gosh, you were you were pregnant, and, and so there's kind of like a, a risking, you know, uh, putting yourself kind of in that uh, stressful environment. But did you find that you yourself grew spiritually um, as you went out to the clinic and and as you witnessed and prayed um, um, for the unborn and their mothers and fathers? Absolutely. And I think you realize that God rewards us for every act of love that we show. He rewards us with interior grace of healing and strength and peace that the world cannot give. And so when they see us witnessing for life, I mean, it's even the Bible, choose life, you know, but you may have life. And so really, truly, I think, and, and just as a woman speaking out to women who really need to realize that each one of our lives, we're here because our mothers, God gave us mothers, right? They chose life. And it inspires us to recognize the beauty of life as a gift from God. And yes, it does, in fact, strengthen our faith as we went in front of the clinic, um, watching those, you know, all those months, how the baby within me grew, my faith grew along with my baby. And and this is kind of um, the one thing about, uh, you know, fortitude, because when you, you know, when you look at fortitude and, and, and it involves a risk of ourselves in some way, um, but it's a risk, like I said, for for, for something greater than ourselves, for, for greater good. And when we risk ourselves, and, and even if we should suffer in some way, even an injury or, you know, and again, we have to be, you know, prudence dictates this, but, but, but uh, we don't lose what we, what we risk and sacrifice for um, redounds back to us in the formation of goodness in our hearts. And so, for example, like, you know, again, the martyr... They give up their life, you know, and our life is a great value. It's a great good. But when it's given up and sacrificed for something greater like God, you know, Jesus and his church, mm-hmm. then, then that, you know, it, it's not a wasted thing. 
um, it is something that redounds back to the person who sacrifices himself, um, you know, in the act of martyrdom, um, to to create that virtue and that goodness, um, and to enhance our humanity even more. And it sounds like that you experienced a little of that, like this, just this uh, increase in your uh, your faith life, which was just um, led led to a greater sense of virtue in your heart. Yeah. Mary, beautiful story. Thanks uh, for joining us. And you know, Father Mark, that brings up such a good point. Now here she's uh, carrying her baby. She's uh, praying outside of an abortion clinic in Colorado. And so for us guys who aren't pregnant, for anybody else who's not pregnant, but uh, the importance, Father Mark, wherever we are, to be faithful, to live our faith. People may not... um, say anything, uh, but somebody, when we're faithful, when we're courageous and living out our faith, wherever we are, that can make a difference, can it? Yeah, absolutely. And and again, it, it requires us, and what it really requires us to do is to get out of ourselves and, and to be willing to be uncomfortable um, for the sake of, of, of witnessing the value of the gospel in the world. Um, not knowing, not knowing who or how that witness can can impact. Yeah, Mary, great story. Thanks for joining us on the program today. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director, talking about the virtue of fortitude today. What's been your experience of fortitude? When have you, uh, maybe in the face of some difficulty in your life, had to stand up, persevere in those struggles? Toll-free phone number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. We'll get to some more phone calls and an email when we come back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Inner Life Show or email us innerlife at relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. Father Mark, one of our regular contributors, a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, parochial vicar for Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church in Darien, Illinois, talking today about the virtue of fortitude. A little bit of time left in the program. If you'd like to join us, what's been your experience of fortitude? Toll free, 888-914-9149. Just a reminder, what are we, are eight days away from the election, and just to reminder about Father Rocky's new ebook, Vote Your Conscience. This is uh, free. It will help you learn how to form your conscience around the truth, the beauty, the goodness, and Catholic teaching. Uh, and then use that uh, in all areas of your life. Uh, the ebook is free. All you have to do is go to relevantradio.com slash vote. You can also sign up on the Relevant Radio app. Free copy, Vote Your Conscience. You can get it today, relevantradio.com slash vote or on the Relevant Radio app. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director. Let's head back to the phones. Thanks um, for waiting, everyone. Yvette, uh, you're up next, uh, listening in Porterville, California. Hi and welcome. Hello. Um, I just wanted to share my story of fortitude. Um, Very recently here, we went out of town to visit my sister. And um, within like 48 hours of being there, she had gotten 
uh, violently sick with coronavirus, and my mom fell right after her. So then I was there with my five children. So then we all ran to get tested and everything. And for some reason, my test came back negative. But everybody in the house was sick, and and uh, I had my 8-year-old and my 21-year-old with me, and then two younger children. But everyone was telling me, you know, just go ahead and go stay somewhere else. Don't stay here and get sick, you know. And um, I just really had to pray about that, and I asked God to give me strength, you know. I was going to stay there and take care of everybody because they were so sick. When you get that virus, it's like you're just on the floor. You can't get up. So I was running around everywhere trying to get food and everything that we were going to need because obviously we were going to have to stay there, not leave for weeks. And um, I was just came to a point where I was just, of course, meanwhile, praying my rosary, you know, every second of the day and listening to relevant radio to get me through. But um, it came to a point where I knew I had the virus because I started feeling sick. And um, I just, I was just like, I can't do this, you know, and I was just crying and crying. And I had prayed before we left, God, please don't let us get sick, you know, while we're gone. And so I was kind of not angry, but I was like, you know, like, God, like I, you know, I asked you, you know, not to let us get sick. And I was kind of like, you know, having these bad feelings and, um, and there just came a point where I went on the balcony and I got on my, I put, my sister made me the shirt that says prayer warrior. And, you know, it has a heart and a cross in the middle of the heart. And um, I went in the room and I put my shirt on and I said, no, I have to keep going. You know, I can't just get mad at God and just let myself fall. And um, I went out on the balcony and I got on my knees and I just started praying and praying, you know, and asking God to help me and to send the angels and, you know, just, you know, to be there with me, send the Holy Spirit. I was praying to the Virgen de Guadalupe, you know, I was just asking for strength. And uh, in this moment, I felt this peace and I opened my eyes and a bee came and it landed on my shirt and it landed on every single letter and it went down in order, first on prayer, then on warrior. And then it walked all over both of my hands. And I was just like crying. Like it was just a surreal moment. Like I couldn't even believe that moment was real and that happened to me. And to me, I just felt like that was the Holy Spirit or God letting me know, I'm with you. You know, keep praying and you're going to get through this. And um, we, I've had two aunts. I've had my aunt died from coronavirus already, my uncle and my other aunt is in critical condition with it. So there's been deaths already in my family. But you know what? Thank God that me and my children, my mother and my sister are doing okay. We're not fully recovered, but we got through it and God gave me the strength and I was able to take care of my family. And the the scariest feeling for me was being there and I was not sick, but I knew that I was going to get sick because I was there taking care of them. But God gave me the strength, and I got through it, and it looks like we're all going to be okay. But I, I thank God for giving me the strength to ask Him for strength to keep going and doing what I needed to do in that moment. Mm-hmm. Awesome story, Yvette. Uh, I just want to um, thank you for, for sharing this with us. 
and uh, you know you, your story just brings out just really an important important point with with fortitude, and that's and that's having the humility to ask for the grace to have the strength to to endure and go through difficult moments, and just like just like you did, um, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I, I also wanted to just to reflect um, how you when you when you were. Um, did, did you go through a thought process like, like when they they said you know you, you saw everybody in the house got coronavirus? Did they did you have to take time to think about it, or did you just kind of like have that intuitive sense like no, I, I'm staying here and helping. I'm not, you know. How, how did you no, evaluate yeah, that decision? Okay, so so everyone started getting sick, and I was just like, okay, I need to go and get this medicine, and I'm running around and doing everything, and and then. Uh, but see, when we got the test, and I said mine was negative, like like everyone just assumed I was gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, like 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 who would be crazy enough to sit there in the middle of a bunch of people with coronavirus and keep taking care of them? You know, if you can save yourself, and I'm gonna tell you this: my 18 year old daughter got on the plane and left, and she left me there. And right now. Our relationship isn't very too good because I feel like she abandoned me and she abandoned us. She could have been another strong hand to help me. So she she did the opposite of what I did. Mm-hmm. I'm still really hurt with that. And I'm praying about it. But um, see, my mother and my aunt, my mother and my sister were like, okay, well, you go stay over here. We're going to take care of the kids, the little kids that got it and my 21-year-old was there, too. They're like, well, we'll take care of it. And I'm like, no. I was like, I'm not going to leave you guys. I was like, if God if God gave me health, he gave it to me for a reason, because I'm going to be healthy, take, take care of you guys while you guys are really sick. I said, and then I'll probably get it last, and then you guys will be well enough to take care of me. I go, but I'm not going anywhere. God, God has a plan. And, and, you know, and even on my Facebook page, I was looking back, and, I remember that day, that morning, I posted, it said, God has a plan. Well, Yvette, thank you for a beautiful story. I want to get to an email here, too, uh, Father Mark. But, uh, you know, we talk about, you were talking earlier about uh, fortitude and being courageous, the the patience that requires, uh, the endurance that requires. But sometimes I think we think, well, I'm going to be courageous. I'm going to do this. And I'm relying on my strength. Mm -hmm. Here's the perfect story that if we're going to be courageous and if we're going to practice this virtue of fortitude, we have, uh, we can't can't trust in our own strength. It's all about God leading us. That is exactly right, and and that's actually you know there there's um, uh, stories about you know uh, I think St. Polycarp and, and martyrdom you know speaking about how you know from the early church all these people who who you know still all all die for Christ and they and, and they were one of the first ones that that um, you know apostatized because because they were relying on their own strength and they didn't have that humility to to ask the Lord to help them to endure and to be strong with 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 the trial of what they were going yeah. through. 
Yeah. Yvette, uh, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to pray for a healing between you and your daughter, too. Um, just uh, it's a beautiful story for all of us. We appreciate you joining us uh, on the program today. want to get to an email, Father Mark, as we talk about uh, fortitude. And our uh, listener uh, prefaces it by saying, I'm not sure how to ask this, but uh, talking about how does one get the courage to fervently pray the prayers against evil to remove a past past wrongs with past wrongs within the family ancestral uh, family healing when one fears the further attacks that may result that's a really good question we want to pray but we've seen the attacks and uh, we want to pray for healing in our families but there is some fear that uh, that we may be attacked again how do how does uh, how does our listener begin to deal with that yeah i mean it, that's um first i mean uh, I, I would recommend that person find a good um, priest um, slash exorcist who who is familiar with how to deal with these things. But but in general, I, I would say, um, you know, Jesus, don't don't be afraid of the bad spirits and and their threats and even their attacks, so to speak, because in the in the name of Jesus, you have Jesus has power over over those creatures. And and as long as you're willing to to suffer whatever you need to suffer, freedom will come your way. And what I mean by that, suffer what you need to suffer, right? I mean that in the context of God's not going to give you more than you can handle. So I don't know really what this person's situation is, but again, I would recommend that they find a good uh, a priest who is, or, or even a deacon, or someone who's familiar with how to deal with with. Um, uh, problems of, of diabolical interference, and and then just know that Jesus is with you. Uh, uh, in the name of Jesus, every knee must bow, and uh, and, and just know that, 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 that the Lord will set you free, and, um, you know, whatever He has you in, to, to endure in that freedom project, um, He'll be with you to strengthen you, as long as you're willing to uh, to keep holding on and, uh, and, and endure uh, what whatever uh, afflictions you may have to endure during that process. Yeah, and uh, she doesn't use the, the word, but uh, fear. You know, when we're, we, we uh, part of the note was uh, she wants to do this. She knows she should do it, but she does. And again, did not use the word fear. But I wonder sometimes if, if uh, we are afraid to be courageous, if we are afraid to practice the virtue of fortitude. But, but to your point earlier, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus is, is the answer to this. Yes, and also um, even from that uh, standpoint, I I would say admit your fear, you know, acknowledge yourself, or, or acknowledge the fear that, that you have within yourself, but then give it to the Lord. Say, Lord, tell tell the Lord you're afraid. Jesus, I'm afraid, but 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 also say, but I want you, and and I want to be free, and I want my family to be free of what binds us and holds us back. Um, but just, just please help me to, to move through the fear, um, to, to move through the temptation that fear is giving to me to just give up and, and to just kind of like have that firm resolve. The Lord, give me that firm resolve to want to serve you and, and uh, completely with, with my whole heart, mind, and strength. And, and, and that, with that, that clinging to, to God um, will will help to move you um, by his grace 
uh, through this issue. Yeah, and uh, I've put in my notes here, and you said it earlier, you just used the word again, cling. Cling to God, but clinging to the good. So in a situation like this, the good is a family healing. Cling to that. Yes, fears may well, may come into that, but cling to the good, stay focused on that, and watch the Lord work. Is that a fair yeah. assessment? Yeah, yeah. Be determined that that you just want to serve the Lord, no matter no matter what. You just want to serve the Lord, and and that you you know ultimately it's it's clinging to God, um, but but and then and and then you you're you're clinging to Him because you want Him uh, to produce the fruit of freedom in the family, and so it, you're kind of you know so so it's all together. You're you're clinging to this whole you know to God, wanting to serve Him. And because you want to serve him, you want to be set free and have evil to be removed from from her family. Yeah, cling to the good. Cling to the good. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, apologies for not being able to get to the rest of your phone calls today. Uh, Just running out of time as we do so often. Father Mark Barron, we need to wrap things up. As you know, we'd like to close with a final blessing for all of our listeners. Almighty God, bless us all this day. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Mark Barron, great show today. Great insights. Always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks to all of you listening. Uh, We appreciate you taking a bit of time in your day to spend it with us uh, right here on The Inner Life. Stay tuned. Top of the hour, we are celebrating Mass. And don't forget, uh, 1230 Central, The Faith Explained with Kale Clark. Thanks, everyone. A pleasure to be with all of you today. We will be back again tomorrow. Hope to see you then.